The Space God Memoirs. Season 2, Episode 11 I stood in the midst of the Sapphire Pyramid, the Veyer invaders mere meters away. Some had already breached the walls and stood facing me through a circular opening to the outside. There were five red-clad troopers, their electrically charged pikes glowing, ready to shoot. One glance at them and the monad told me they could indeed shoot. Labels appeared over their forms in my vision, information from my connection to the network. Designation, Fizar. Unawakened biological entity. Generation 43 slime mold culture, programmed with combat and tactics level 5. Incapable of self-awareness or autric manipulation. Anyway, five against one. What was a yug like me to do? It was simple. Just like before at the tower, or against the Nentail. As easy as reaching into my mind and pulling out that battle instinct. The other lives... They were back there in the recesses of my subconscious, but not too far back. The warrior known as Garvel Thren, the pilot Janessa Vree, and oh so many distant others. They were easily in reach. Or at least I thought they should be. But at that moment I wasn't sure just how to bring them up. My memories of them were vague, in the back of my mind. Not quite accessible. But I did have Bakibra, my passenger already waiting on the edge of my consciousness with her knowledge of battle tactics and melee combat. She was getting antsy, ready to emerge and kick some Veyer ass. And I supposed I was gonna let her. As the group of Fizar warriors entered, I knew exactly what to do. I allowed Bakibra to jump into the forefront of my thoughts, her combat instincts becoming my own. One of them began moving their arms to aim at me with their pike. Before it was in position, I had already stepped aside. An instant later, a blast of crackling plasma struck the chair next to me, causing an acrid smoke to puff up. I didn't wait. The others stepped forward and aimed for me. I leapt towards them and stopped short, breaking into a roll as I hit the ground. Their blasts just missed, my monad assistant instincts telling me that the slime old guys reacted just a bit slower than standard Nyar reflexes. As I reached the end of my roll, I sprang upward at the feet of the Fizar who had first shot at me. Thrusting my hands towards him, I grabbed onto his pike by the haft. Then I kneed him in the groin. I heard a grunt from under his helmet as a red-clad warrior loosed his grip on his weapon. I wrenched it from his hands and jammed the tip into his chest. It crackled with yellow energy and he fell backward, a charred hole in his armor as he convulsed upon the ground. The other three were just as easy. Caught as unaware as their comrade, the slime warriors barely had a chance to fight back. As I spun the pike through the air, moving it from left to right, deflecting their slower strikes and countering with a salvo of my own. Seconds later, the three crimson grunts were on the ground with their friend, defeated but not quite dead. The final Fizar warrior, standing further back than the others, pointed his electro pike at me and fired. I reacted just in time, falling into a crouch to avoid the shot. 
To my right, another of the blue walls partially melted away to reveal five more armored Fizar standing ready to blast me. I stood partially up, but remained crouched. Behind the Fizar stood a tall, bug-like being, looking like some humanoid fly, his form covered in a black carapace with white markings across his shoulders and abdomen. Though his head was insectoid, a second face appeared inset in the middle of his chest, pure white and shaped like a regular Reuben person's. Fly Guy held a blood-red weapon in his hands that looked like a rifle, but if a rifle was made off some exotic tree branch. Yako Miris, the instigator, rank one awakened bear, displayed the monad above his head. Awakened, just like what the Nyar called themselves. I figured this guy must be one of the actual Veyr, not some bio-construct like the others. Surrender now, Nyar! Yakomiris buzzed in an annoying high-pitched voice, which came from the more bug-like of his two faces. Your companion is already defeated. Our victory is inevitable, said the lower face in a cultured voice, deeper than the other. The newly arrived Fizar each took a few steps into the room, their weapons trained on me. I looked inward, again reaching for the combat wisdom that would win this for me. I began to see each of the opponents here strategically, noting their placements, their strengths and weaknesses, their likely tactics. A plan started emerging. I could dodge, evade their fire, and take at least one of them down before they could react. Using my greater mobility as an advantage, I could. A blast of crimson electricity careened from Yakomiris's branch gun, zipping right over my shoulder. That same strategic knowledge told me that my plan wouldn't work. Not with these numbers. Not out in the open like this. I'd be blasted down before I got the chance. That had just been a warning shot. Then what? I began to mentally scour the monad for options. I'd seen the Atra. I'd begun to know how to command it. I even had the latent ability to go stealthy. At least with a ship. But here I was, without a ship. Without real training in directing the Atra, and without options. Two-faced Yakomiris once more pointed his twig rifle at me and fired. Again, I drew upon Bakibra's reflexes to dodge aside, twisting to my right. The blast whizzed by me. But at the last moment, I saw Yako raise his hand, and suddenly the electric shot changed directions, moving at a right angle and striking me in the side. There was a surge of searing hot pain that entered my body. The convulsions followed, everything shaking. My vision was filled with little jumpy sparks. My head grew heavy, my limbs numb. I tumbled backward. Before I blacked out, I could see the Fizar soldiers next to me, lifting me up. Awaken, Nyar agent. I opened my eyes with a gasp, as pain twisted through my chest. Yakomir stood above me, his insectoid head facing away his torso face staring me right in the eyes, wearing a sneer. Red electricity darted from his fingertips, just like from his gun, arcing into my sternum. Another burst of pain as the lightning-like tendrils shot through me. I felt my back propped against a chair. I was still in the pyramid chamber, the core spinning overhead. The room was now filled with Fizar warriors, standing in a circle around me, blast pikes pointed in my direction, with one of them in the rear watching the exit. The red lightning receded back into Yakomiris's six-fingered hand, which he then placed on my shoulder. His chitin grasp was heavy, the ends of his fingers pushing into my flesh. 
I tried pushing back, but my muscles weren't responding. Tell me everything, Nyar. He spoke from his lower mouth. Yes, tell us, tell us, squealed his upper face, set upon that big-eyed bug's head, which craned to look down at me. A bit of movement was re-entering my body. Enough to talk, at least. I got two things to tell you, Two-Face, I said. Jack and Scrag. If you're looking for someone to interrogate, got the wrong guy. I'm just the initiate here, and Jack Scrag is essentially what I know. I tried to force a smile onto my lips, and moose chuckle at the absurdity of this yug. Though maybe I was the idiot here, considering I was the one surrounded and being interrogated. You are the one known as Kef, yes, said the lower face. Yes, yes, he is the one, the newest recruit. Stolen recruit, added his upper half. Ooh, I'm a celebrity now, it seems. Lord Gervath has been seeking you, stated the more humanoid face. Ever since the Naya so unceremoniously hijacked our ascension trials and took you for their own. Yeah, yeah, buddy. You should have been on our team. But those Moster Goose Naya took you for their own, added the upper face. And we are here to determine why, said the lower Yako. How the Scrags should I know? I answered. They probably just didn't want me to be on Team Evil, considering what you Duggars have been doing to Aruvus. No. Aruvus is ours by right and by treaty. If they disagree, then they are the evil ones. There is more to it than that. His pale visage narrowed its eyes at me. Yeah! Yeah! It's gotta be the secret tech! Blurted out Yako's buggy side. My other half is rather blunt, but yes. Tell us what you know of the technology the Ruvens hid upon their world. The what? Maybe his surface self does not know, said the more insectoid of the mouth. Perhaps, began the abdominal one. The tower's records indicate that you must know something. But it may lie within your deeper psyche. Have they not fully integrated your other lifetimes yet? I kept my mouth shut. I wasn't going to tell these yugs anything else. But I got a shiver down my spine. There was something there. Something deep. I remembered clearly how I had ascended up their tower, through the supposed afterlife realms, experiencing many lifetimes as I did so. But it was all still a blur, like some departed dream. Whatever my other selves might have known about hidden tech, I wasn't privy to it. It matters not, said the lower face. We have our ways of accessing your deeper mind as well. Mmm, yes, purred the upper face. Milani will know. She will extract it from him. Alive or dead? Manali? I asked. Who's that? Your boss? You will shortly find out. She of the shifting visage will soon arrive here and plumb your mind for the truth. Already, Gulgus is above, restraining your companion. When the mistress arrives, Unaya will be finished here. Yeah, yeah, finished, added the upper face, shaking its mandible mouth. But first, we make sure you're nice and softened up for her. There was another jolt of electric pain as Yako's free hand pointed at my neck and let loose a blast of red lightning. 
I winced as it lashed at my flesh. Though there was only pain, no visible damage. Yakomiris's lower face began to butt loose a chuckle as his hands moved that electricity down the length of my body. I gritted my teeth, doing my best not to scream as I got the worst scrag and massage of my existence. Very long time later, he stopped, turning away from me as I lay in my chair, my body vibrating and dripping rivulets of sweat. The two-faced Veyer sat down in a chair opposite mine, his lower face closing its eyes. My guess was that he was mentally communicating with somebody, either that Manali lady or whoever was apparently hunting down Z. I had a moment to think, despite the pinpricks of pain still jumping across my skin. At least I could move, I realized, shaking one of my fingers. Maybe the gun's paralyzing effect was starting to fade, or Yako's torture had negated it. I needed to get out of here, to disappear, to stealth. A quick peek into my own functions told me and it was possible. Back in the ship, Zerathra told me that stealth was an Atra-based ability, an act of altering reality, or at least people's perceptions of it. With enough Atra in my system, doing it without a ship was possible, so the network indicated, and it was the only way out. I knew it. The Fizar warriors were fully inside the pyramid chamber spread out evenly around me. And of course, there was that two-faced yug bug. Once his companions got down here, I'd be totally scragged. I needed to disappear. But I didn't have enough Atra at my disposal. A peek into my own body's systems told me that I had 50 Atric units available. Basically just a taste I had gotten outside. The monad told me I needed well over a thousand, so basically I was done. Oh. I gazed upward, the core. I was standing in the middle of a veritable well of Atra. In my inner vision, it pulsated and thrummed throughout the chamber. That would most definitely do. I took in a deep breath, just as Zirathra had shown me. I willed the Atra to enter me, feeling a sense of ecstasy as it surged into my body. It tingled and it shook, and as I finished my outbreath, it continued to pour into me, filling me with a heady vigor. What are you doing? Chirped Yako from his bug head, swiveling it towards me. He was reaching for his branch rifle, holstered on his back. My subtle body was aglow with energy as I took in more and more Atra, not knowing when to stop or even truly how to stop. My skin was like lightning, my cells burning delightfully. Bliss was upon me, accompanied by an unshakable confidence. For a second, as the sub-physical particles inundated my system, I got the notion that I could just unleash all of the Atra at once and melt every one of these scraggers. I stopped myself, realizing I had only the slightest notion of how to even do that. Yokomiris pointed his weapon at me and fired. As red lightning crackled from it, I fell to the ground, letting the Atra loose. I did what I did on the ship. I made myself small. Unimportant. Invisible. And the Atra followed my will. Assisted by the monadic network, it followed unseen pathways that connected my inner mind and the physical world. I could feel it bending the light around my body, removing it from the Vare's visible spectrum, and effectively making me vanish. There was a crackling noise as his electric shot collided with the chair I had been in. 
the scent of ozone following. Still on my hands and knees, I crawled forward with haste, towards the wall opening the veyer had come through. An instant later, and I heard another volley of blasts go off. Two of the Fies are firing their weapons at where I had last been seen. Gotta keep moving. I wasn't sure if this was making me silent or not, or how good the Vare's non-physical senses were. I stood to my feet and dashed for the exit. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Space God Memoirs. Space God is written, performed, and produced by A.M. Arctos. Original musical score by Alpha Colors. Various sound effects created by Industrial Strength Records Incorporated. Please support this podcast by following, rating, and sharing on your favorite social media site. For further info on Space God, its creator, and various other opinions, musings, and thoughts, go to www.spacegodmemoirs.com or follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. If you enjoyed the Space God Memoirs, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron. Check out the Patreon link in our description to learn more.